0: So, uh, I got an
1: email this morning from, uh, from Schedulicity, and um, we've all heard about uh, Schedulicity Pays, and, and we've heard about uh, Schedulicity Cares. Um, well, Schedulicity sent an email, and, and they're changing the game once again. And um, with the whole uh, coronavirus thing that's going on, we actually have the CEO of Schedulicity, Jerry Natuno, um, on the line now. And he's going to kind of uh, tell us uh, what Schedulicity is up to. So, Jerry, uh, welcome back.
0: Thank you. Excited, as always, to uh, talk to you guys.
1: Thanks man. So uh, just tell us what Schedule City is doing and, and 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 how uh how they're helping out uh, Schedule City users.
0: Um well, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, we're in some very challenging um and unprecedented times. Uncharted waters most people have never lived through anything like this. And um I think even more incredible the fact that it's almost changing by the hour. Um however, um, as we um, are all going through these times and trying to figure out how we're going to navigate, uh, you know, through, this, through the, the future to see what as, as things unfold, um, you know, it became very apparent to us that some of the people most affected by this, uh, you know, um, this craziness are, are our people, right? Our businesses, because our businesses are people who make a living um, by providing services and teaching classes, mm-hmm. you know, hands on. Um, you know, human contact. And um, I started to hear this last week, some of the hardships that people were already facing, not the least of which was a phone call from my daughter, um, Lauren, who, you know, recently became, you know, an an esthetician and started her career in October. She called me on Thursday and she's like, Dad, I don't know what to do. You know, half of my people canceled today at the last minute. And she was upset. She said, you know, uh, what do you think's going to happen, Dad? You know, remember this is twenty two about to be twenty three year old um, young woman, and she's, you know, this is craziness to her. So you know she said, Dad, I don't know what to do if this happens, you know, I don't know if I can pay my rent. And that was really, I couldn't sleep the whole night trying to think about, you know, just knowing how you know our our community is being affected. And so, I called together my leadership team um, the next morning and I said, you know what I want to do? I want to I w- I want to give Schedulicity to all of our users for free for the next three months. Um, tell me if I'm crazy. Tell me how we can make this happen. What can we do? And my entire team worked tirelessly, including Sunday morning, mm-hmm. um, You know, uh, 11 people on the Zoom call at 8 in the morning um, to figure out how we could get this happening. And so we basically have suspended charging any fee for the next three months for all of our businesses, um, you know, to just try and help people get through this time. Not only that, but we, 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 we turned it on. So, so they, they could go on and start turning on all kinds of things that they weren't using before, like automated marketing and things like that, you know, to try and help mm, right. um, with these times. Um, and so anyway, um, we made the announcement this morning, and um, I've been seeing a lot of uh, really positive um, response from people. And, you know, it's the least that, that we can do. Um, you know, I, I think I told you the very first time I met you that um, we're proud of our company. We're proud of what we do. But at the end of the day, we want to be, you know, we want to be judged by the impact that we have on people. And I just felt like in these, uh, you know, trying times, um, this is the least we could do.
1: Well, you know, once again, I, um, well, thank you for that. And, and I'll say a big thank you from the industry and, you know, all those that uh, get to use Schedulicity and, um, you know, just, just Jared, just thank you. And, and, you know, you, you told me that you guys want to make an impact on people and, and you've done nothing, nothing, but prove it, you know, every step of the way or you know, every time you guys have a new initiative, it, it's how you can help the industry. And, you know, from the industry, from Tony and I, from, from our entire hair industry team, thank you very much. Thank you for all that you do.
0: I appreciate it. We're always here for you my friend. Look forward to seeing you in uh, in person soon.
1: See you soon, Joe. Thanks, bud. Bye.
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best bud, Tone. What's up, man? What's up, brother? Uh, well, first and foremost, we have to thank ICE for bringing us out this weekend. We're in Long Beach, California, and at the ICE event. And uh, uh, we did Naha Saturday night,
3: so that was pretty dope, too. That was dope. It's the first time uh, out here in uh, Long Beach. And
1: so far, I mean, it's a lot, a lot chillier than I thought. You mean cold-wise? Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Like, last week we were in Orlando, it was 40 degrees. This week we we're in, in Long Beach and it's 40 degrees. I don't know. I think it's like the cold cloud following us, you know? For real. our home going to be cold, so. Yeah, exactly.
3: Just get it. Yeah, yeah, we want def- to yeah, definitely give a big shout out to Ice and Naha and Schedulicity and Hairbrain. Everybody's been yeah. giving us so much love
1: here this weekend. Yeah, it's been a pretty incredible weekend as far as that goes, you know? Absolutely. So, um, so today we're... Uh, uh, again i'm excited you know as always i'm excited so uh we're talking to a guy that we met. just excited to meet new people and that's it right it's pretty and, cool right and and just hearing people's stories hearing people's stories and then um and you know we're in a really unique situation because you know they all have something to share with our industry so so i, I kind of i i like to be the the conduit of sharing that information you know absolutely so. You know, we're not the experts. We just bring the experts in. And this guy's definitely an expert. Right. We're definitely
3: not the smartest guy at the table. (laughs) We never are, (laughs) though. (laughs) 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 Never confused with
1: the smartest guy at the table. Um, So uh, we met this guy um, at Premier Orlando last year, and he was actually uh, running some production for for Dre Hare um, when Dre was was down there.
3: Yeah, and then the more we kind of like, you know, talked to the guy and got to kind of study the guy a little bit. I mean, it's pretty impressive what he does.
1: Yeah, he's a real deal. But most importantly, he's here to help hairstylists, and he's here to help you know our listeners who are hairstylists and yeah, to, to help their game. So, you know, we've been in the social media market um, pretty heavily, you know, with Facebook and stuff for um, probably ten years now or so. You know, where, where it's been relevant to the hairdressers, and um, this guy, this guy's a, a, he he creates content, you know, and he creates content um, or, or or shares content, I think. So
3: yeah, he. Uh Definitely shares, and he can uh, just kind of help you and train you, and train you, but it sounds like you're training a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're hairdressers after all. Right, yeah, equip you (laughs) with the the
1: skills to help your uh, social media. Social media game. That's it. So um, today we're talking to Greg Daly, and um, you probably don't know Greg Daly by Greg Daly's name, but you absolutely positively know his uh, Instagram page, and you absolutely positively follow it because he has 4.5 million followers, so. Uh, we're going to kind of get into that and, uh, his Instagram page. So if, if you're that one person in the entire country that doesn't follow it, it's <laughs> hair dot video, um, on Instagram. And, uh, it's, uh, uh, well, we'll get into it cause I, I have so many questions about, about the, in, uh, about the Instagram sound like that old dude again.
3: I got so many, yeah, so many questions about him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. And, um, and, and kind of how he found us. So Mr. Greg Daly, welcome to your day off.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. yeah. It was great meeting you guys at Orlando. Uh, I heard your podcast before and I knew what you guys were doing, but it was really nice running into you there. I think we were just walking down the street and Dre was like, "Whoa, whoa," <laughs> <laughs> just like that, too. That's, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's such a Dre, right? Yeah. Whoa,
1: these guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we we actually we dug that podcast. I like like I dig Dre. You know, like oh,
2: he's yeah. a hard dude not to dig. You know, yeah, he's I like him a lot. He's
1: yeah. A so same trick. He, he's
3: it's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Big cool. Fan. So, so where did you grow up? Where are you from?
2: Uh, I grew up in rural Idaho. So I grew up on a small ranch. Like, so Get I knew, out, really? Yeah, I knew way more about cows than, like, there was one barber in our town. I didn't know about this industry. Like, literally, I didn't know it existed. Like, the high-end salon, foreign to me. Wow. I can tell it kind of stumped. I didn't know it existed. Literally. I went to Randy, Randy, the barber. Randy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Randy. Shout out to Randy. In, in Iowa. In Idaho. Idaho. The Idaho. potato one, not the corn one. Right. Got so it. I have to, have to know your grains yeah, exactly. and potatoes. Or know something. your starches. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: So uh, how'd you find our industry or, or what led up to it? Or I'm sure yeah. there's a story.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, um, it was, a. Uh, so early early on my cousin actually got like stumbled into Instagram in, like I think it was like 2012 like early early on and he had created like a fitness page um like just him like he's posting his work he lost a bunch of weight he's talking mm-hmm. about it and uh he was like um,
1: Jared I mean not like Jared n- not but quite like <laughs> Jared. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah he he lost
2: a bunch of weight and uh, he was talking to people on on uh, how he's doing it and uh and then he kind of, kind of got, he hated the the spotlight of it all, so he kind of went back behind the scenes and started just creating a network of these kind of big Instagram repost pages, and uh, then in 2014, um, I'd been living in Hawaii, and I was selling solar panels out there, and I moved back to the mainland, and my son actually, um, we, were my, we were visiting my grandma's house, she had just passed away, and he, uh, my son, he was 10 months old at the time, got away and. Planted both his hands on the front of a glass fireplace and burned off all the skin on oh, his hands. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was, it was pretty horrible. Oh. And uh, um, the nearest burn unit to where my parents were was, was eight hours away in Utah. And uh, like an eight-hour drive. Eight-hour drive. Wow. Yeah. So um, they like wrapped his hands up, put him on morphine, and we drove him to the burn unit in Utah. And we were there for like four or five weeks. And I was I didn't have a job because the Hawaii thing. Um, there's a lot of issues in the solar industry in Hawaii at that time. And right. um, so my cousin was like, Hey, why don't you do Instagram? And I was like, okay, why not? Like, uh, you, like, do you know, why don't you do
1: Instagram? Like it's a job.
2: Yeah, basically. Cause he was making pretty good money at the time mm-hmm. uh, doing Instagram and he's like, I'll help you figure it out. And we started, I just started posting stuff I like like action videos and like parkour and like, that was kind of the stuff I was into. Right. Um, and that page grew really fast. It, uh, you know, this was 2014. Instagram was a different animal back then, but it grew to a million followers in like, fast. Whoa. Like, I mean, my cousin was totally helping me. Like, he right. was helping drive traffic and connecting me to all the people because he had a big network. Um, but and then one day he calls me. He's like, dude, look at, the, look at this page. It's growing so fast. And I look at it. I'm like, dude, this picture's a hair. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit about hair. Like, I, nobody cares. He's like, no, watch. And like over the next two or three days, we're like, uh, "What is this page doing about hair doing?" They're just posting pictures of hair, right. and we're like, "But we already knew that like video was where Instagram was at. Like Instagram had been pushing video hard. Anybody who created video content at that time was guaranteed to do well. Like, right, just guaranteed. And a sort of even like, crap video. Yeah, it didn't even have to be that good. Yeah, just because um, the the bar was low. Right. You know, the one of the first Instagram like." I don't know if you remember the Instagram page Vine or Best, yeah, Best Vines. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew the guy who who ran that, and he started that by video because you could only get um, video from Instagram, video on your phone originally, like from the camera. You couldn't upload it from your camera roll. So he would hold a Vine video and record a Vine. Oh no! Yeah, so it was like <laughs> it's like low, low, of a low video. Bar. Yeah, 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 low bar. And anyway, so uh, we started posting videos about hair. And it just blew up like w- way more than we ever expected. So we actually have like three pages between me and him. So hair dot video, mm-hmm. hair dot videos, we're real creative. <laughs> <laughs> and then style artist is the biggest one. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So they're like hair dot is actually the smallest one. Like they're like four and six and six million something like that.
1: Whoa.
3: What?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's it's crazy. Got like, it's he's bonkers. covering like
1: fifteen million, like followers right
2: yeah it's bonkers it like i said it blew up that's and, so uh, crazy uh, but there was like nobody creating video back then so we actually paid a guy a dollar a video to find everybody who made a video about hair and uh, he post he would post those videos on a page and we'd be like okay those are the good ones and we post them and that wow. page almost has four million followers now too so it's Artistry. it's a friend of ours but oh my gosh um, that's yeah, crazy it was so crazy like it was unexpected and then you know As I didn't know anybody in the hair industry. Mm -hmm. And then, so we just. Let me ask you this. Did you know anything
1: about video at the time or were you just reposting?
2: Just reposting. Like I learned this all over the last like four years. Like I, I don't have a video background. I studied genetics in college. Like I got a sales (laughs) background. Like this whole industry is totally, you know, it's totally foreign to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, as I started to get to know hairstyles, I was like, oh, this is a a cool bunch of people. Like I like what they're doing. I like their vibe. Um, I like hanging out with them. And uh, they make shitty videos, so let's try to help them make better videos. <laughs> not everybody, obviously. There's some people who make some really incredible videos. And well, yeah, you know who they all are because they all have a Greg. Famous. They <laughs> all have a Greg that helps them. <laughs> no, they don't. Like, a lot of them, it's not that hard, really. Like, if you just follow, like, a few things, it's not that hard to make a good video. A decent video. Like, you're not going to win an Oscar, but it's Instagram. You're not trying to. You're trying to entertain somebody for a few seconds. Right, right. And I think that's what people, I don't know, I think, I think hairstylists like build it up to be something bigger than it is. And one of the big things that I think people miss on is, uh, who are they making a video for? Like, who's who's your audience? Like a lot of the videos I see, I'm like, they're trying to talk to everybody and you can't do that in a, in a, you know, 45 second video. You can't talk to everybody. You got to pick one person. You're talking to hairstylists, you're talking to consumers because they care about very different things. Sure. From.
1: Or, I mean, even in, in the world that we live in now, are you talking to manufacturers, right? So oh. There's a lot, you know, the, those are the three that I see um, when people do videos, you know.
2: Yeah, but I feel like the, when you're talking to the manufacturer, what the manufacturers really care about is if you can talk to the hairstylists. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
3: But even within the hairstylist community, I mean, you know, all I do is cut, right? So, you know, by you doing color of vivids, you're not really speaking to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although I am fascinated by really good work, like, you know, someone like Hair Godzito. You, know, you know what I mean? It's kind of I'm in all and while of that. But for the most part, he's talking to Corey more so than he's talking to me. Right. As a colorist. yeah.
2: right. Well, yeah, that's a good point. And I think that a lot of, most stylists who are going to be listening to this, their goal is not really to get a whole bunch of other stylists following him. Mm-hmm. Stylists make crappy customers. Like, they, they don't pay very well when they sit in your chair. They want to trade services and stuff. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if you want to make money, you're trying to get other uh you're trying to get consumers so unless you're an educator um i think your content not just your video content but all the content on your page needs to be customer centric and you have to think about what they want because that's one of the biggest things that i see is like hairstylists try showing off stuff that you know might be very interesting to a consumer Mm -hmm. but or to a hairstylist Mm -hmm. consumers don't give a hoot they're like they don't even it's too nuanced for them to even pick up right and uh, I think we, we were talking just before uh, the podcast, like how people are just kind of curious about hair, like everybody's kind of curious about hair, and that's what
1: which is kind of fascinating to me I mean you know yeah, even yes. the fact that you know we just said I mean, I think you know those four accounts that you're that you're uh, involved in you know you're covering like twenty million people well, there's not twenty million hair stylists in the country, so oh no, you, you know so like most of you or most of the people that are watching your videos are consumers as well
2: Oh absolutely, absolutely, and I think that that's. I mean, that's what Instagram is. Like, Instagram isn't, for most hairstylists, Instagram isn't your business. Like, there's a few hairstylists who Instagram is their business. You mm-hmm. know, Ricky Zito, Philip Wolf. Those guys, Instagram is their business. But most everybody else, I think Andrew Harris says this really well. He's like, for some people, their business is Instagram. Other people, their business is hair, and they use Instagram to, you know, to, to drive traffic for them. Right. And uh, um, when I read that the first time, I thought it was pretty profound smart dude i
1: like that guy he's a really smart dude yeah really interesting takes on stuff you mm-hmm.
2: know he's yeah he thinks about it really deeply so
1: but that only makes sense though because when you
3: said that you know hairstylist makes videos trying to impress other hairstyles maybe they're trying to be the next ricky uh, you know hair god zito or the next philip wolf so they're going to mimic and you know trying to do what they do in order to receive that type of uh you know following
2: Oh, absolutely. Like it's a ma- it's a matter of goals. It's not a matter of where you are, it's a matter of where you wanna be. You post the stuff where you wanna be. Right. Not necessarily yeah, makes like sense. if you cut hair and you wanna be a colorist, you know, post your color. <laughs> right. So you'll start attracting colorists. You right. know what I mean? So it's I mean,
1: just there's an old hairstylist adage that, you know, uh, wear your hair or find the, the, the customers that you wanna do. You know, I think this is this is just that, but just scaled, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: it's just a digital version of it. Right. Yeah, Instagram's not I don't th- know. I think Instagram's a lot simpler than people make it out to be. You know, they, f- they dive in and they focus too much on the hashtags and, you know, the geotags and stuff like that. Not that that stuff doesn't matter. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the real thing is, is if you make great content, you're going to rise to the top no matter what. Because at the end of the day, the Instagram algorithm rewards people who entertain people. Because right. Instagram makes money the longer somebody's on the Instagram platform, right? They're able to serve more ads, stuff like that. So if you can create content that keeps people on the platform longer, that entertains them longer, they're going to push your stuff up to the top of the feed. You're going to get noticed. And Instagram is going to help you grow your business. And it's all predicated on the quality of content you create. Photos, videos. And they like videos because, you know, you can, um, I think it's uh, 10 milliseconds your brain can process a picture. Like 60% of the nerve endings in your brain end in your retinas. Wow. 40 or 60. I can't remember. Right. Um, But it's a massive percentage. So our brains are practically just like a big image processing computer. Right. And so pictures don't really get very much engagement with your audience. Like, boom, they see it, they like it, or they don't, and they're gone. Right. Like, they're not going to stick around for, um, I think I was at at Daniel Mason Jones' class yesterday. He was saying 11 seconds you want them to be on your Instagram to get noticed. I hadn't heard that stat before. I can't verify but he's a smart dude so I'm a, I'm going to take his word for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh you're not you're not going to get – That's a lot of pictures if they're 10 milliseconds each. You know what <laughs> <Right>. I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can do it with one video.
1: Yeah, exactly. So so what are I mean, do you have a, a set of rules or a set of things that you look for? Or, I, let me rephrase it. What what videos have you have you posted that that how are they uniquely different? Um, the ones that are getting engagement, and the ones that in the ones that aren't getting engagement. Yeah,
2: there's. It's kind of remarkable. Like I didn't start by creating my own videos. I started watching and analyzing people's, and mm-hmm. you know, by virtue of the pages we had, we had uh, the ability to look at a lot of data. Like we'd post the same video on all three pages at different times and see what happened. And we do we oh, do all smart, kinds yeah. of stuff just to like then like nobody else could do just cause we had those three giant pages. Right. And, uh, so we were just like analyzing stuff and it's pretty simple. Like all when you post, especially since the algorithm started, doesn't really matter. Like, um, there's only a couple things that matter. What and are those? So the, the biggest thing is, um, your cover frame. If they don't notice your video in the first place, they're not going to watch it. And, uh, like, or freeze frame, cover frame, whatever, whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. on the video. That's by far the most important part. Cause, so kind
1: of explain what is that? That's so, so I produce a video and then, and then it, that's the thing that you see. It's at, a at, at,
2: thumbnail on your Instagram page, the thumbnail that you choose. Um, I call it a cover frame, I think, cause it's, that's what they call it in the Instagram thing, but mm-hmm. you know, people call it whatever. And, uh, that, that's by far the most important part. It has to be something cause somebody's scrolling through their feed, right? Right. And you're competing for people's attention against a lot of stuff. And let's be really, really frank here. Hair is not that interesting to 99% of the people. Right. It's a mild curiosity, right? They're like, I like beautiful hair. I look at it because I'm curious about it. But, like, you know, it's it's not, you know, a cat video. It's not, you know, a comedian. It's not, like, a right. funny skit or a vine. Like, you're competing with a lot of stuff for people's attention. And you got to play on that curiosity factor because the fact of the matter is, is, Almost no consumers really know what goes on behind the chair. They sit there, they look up front, you know, they're looking at the mirror. Maybe they see a a reverse image of it, but they don't know what's going on back there. And they're really curious because they're like, how did somebody go from that to that? Because I want that. Is that possible for me? Like, what? um, That's what they're like thinking the consumers are. Right. And uh, how are you going to capture their attention and grab that curiosity? And through that video, prove your credibility like the beautiful thing about video is it's really hard to fake like pictures can be photoshopped really easy there's a bunch of brouhaha on instagram about people faking their photos blah 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 you don't see that very much on video right because it's a lot harder not that it's not possible i mean every marvel movie is just green screen (laughs) you know what i mean like you could call it fake well except when you do instagram
1: videos you can put the uh, you know the 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 filters on and stuff yeah yeah
2: of course you can but like it's harder to make it look good because the lights are changing and everything. Um, it's not quite the same, but uh, you, you proved to somebody like they started like this, they ended like this, and I showed you the process that I did in between. Right? It's incontrovertible. In uh, screwed that word up. <laughs> <laughs> so you are. It's fun. proof, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's proof that uh, um, that you did it. Right. And when a consumer's out there looking for it, they're on Instagram looking for inspiration for what they want for their hair, and they're looking for somebody that they can trust with their hair because everybody knows horror stories of somebody who screwed up their hair. They want to trust you, and if you prove through a video that you're trustworthy, like they're a lot more likely to do it. But they're not going to watch that video if it sucks. Like you, They're not going to give you that opportunity to prove your credibility if you don't make a good video. So right. I put together like a list of five things yeah, that – that are the most important that you need to focus on. Because it's it's not rocket science. You don't need fancy equipment. I recommend an iPhone. Um, so just an iPhone. I rec- The reason I recommend an iPhone, not that you can't create better images with other, you know, with uh, other, um, other so, cameras. Right. You know, they're better for a lot of stuff. That's why real videographers use them. But we're creating videos for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you're creating videos to drive traffic to your business. So... You, it needs to be like cost efficient in time. If you're spending three or four hours doing a video, how many videos are you going to create a week? Right. If you spend 15 minutes, how many are videos you going to create a week? Right. And a lot of it is a factor of volume. Like I, even knowing everything that I know, I can't predict 100% a hundred percent of video. That's going to do really well and which isn't because people are too fickle. It's really hard to tell. So the only way to really, uh, get a lot of engagement there is to post a lot of videos. The only way you're going to do that is easy, if it's easy. So you use your iPhone. You don't have to transfer. You don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, With that said, uh, the most important thing on your video is that it's a clear image. And obviously, fancy cameras, if you know how to use them properly, can make it easier to get a clear image. But an iPhone creates a great image as long as you have good lighting.
1: Let me ask you this though, um, uh, and I want to get—I definitely want to yeah, yeah, spend yeah. some time in the lighting. But before we get there, what, um, because uh, do you shoot at a high res? or Are you shooting at at a low or medium res? Because it's all going to get compressed anyways, right? Uh, yeah, but is so, it better to compress from a large file, or does it matter?
2: It does matter. Like I know, um, I know people who shoot like extremely expensive, like. 4K cameras or even higher ultra HD cameras for Instagram videos. Like these are more like big production companies and stuff, right. but it looks, it looks a little bit better Right on Instagram. A lot better. Yeah. I don't think so.
1: Cause it all compresses to about the same size file anyways. Yeah. Right?
2: But like if you're compressing from a bigger one to a smaller one, it looks a little bit better.
1: Right. But, well too, if you're making that investment, the lighting's a lot better, the, you know, yeah, all absolutely. that kind of stuff. And,
2: and your post-production is a lot better. But again, like, you don't have to worry about that stuff. If, mo- like, um, Painted Hair, Patricia, I was on a panel with her a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. She uses an iPhone 6. Wow. wow. And she has been using it. She keeps buying old iPhone 6s to keep using. She doesn't use it as her primary phone. But wow. she likes the image quality that comes from an iPhone 6.
1: Wow, that blows me away, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny, because every year Apple comes out with a new iPhone, it's always a uh, Hey, the camera's much better. You know that—that's always their selling point.
2: Well, and it probably is, but for her situation, for her. she's used to it. I don't know. I don't know all her reasons. I don't. I don't recall. Right. Ask her. <laughs> yeah. her we'll podcast. bring her on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she knows her stuff, but it—it um, it doesn't have to be super fancy, right? Like an iPhone with good lighting, and that's what they're made for. Like Apple design the whole thing so that anybody who doesn't know anything about photography can take good images. Wow. So,
1: so let's, can we kind of get into, um, and this is just my own curiosity. So hopefully someone else is interested in it, but, but like, how do you, how are you setting up the light and like, you know, what are there rules to how you set the lighting up?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, YouTube's a probably better platform for talking about that, than this. but you're going to want to look up like three point lighting. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people use. Uh, you put one light to the left, you know, about 45 degrees off your um, subject, a few feet away. Mm-hmm. Put another one 45 degrees on the right, a little bit closer. That's the one on the right is going to be your key light. It's going to brighten one side of the face. And the other light is your fill light. It's going to kind of soften the shadow from the other side, but not totally. Right. And then you have a third light kind of behind or above to eliminate those shadows on the wall. Because I'm sure everybody's seen the Instagram posts where, you know, somebody's got like a giant ghost behind them, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of creepy. Those aren't even if the front picture looks pretty good, right? You know, the back doesn't. And one really easy way to get rid of that is don't have somebody stand against the wall like it's a mugshot. Have them right. take a couple of steps away from the wall, and you're going to get a much better image quality because you know it's going to add the depth. You're going to get the light behind them. Right. You know, the the shadow is going to minimize down towards their feet.
1: That's so, so funny because when you go through scrolls, I also just see, right? You see more walls than you do hair. Right. <laughs> really? You know? Yeah.
2: So. so, yeah, back away. You know, take a few steps away from the wall. It doesn't need to be a mugshot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, it, it's. Look it up on YouTube. There's a ton of tutorials on video or on. what you call it? You call it a three point lighting? Three point lighting. Look it up on YouTube. Um, there's so many. Wistia, uh, the, like the video hosting site Wistia. Mm-hmm. They've got a really good, um, I learned a lot about video production from their website. They have like a, a crew that teaches people how to do video stuff. and well, That's cool. Yeah, they, they got just tons of content on there. It's really fantastic quality stuff too. That's so, great. Wistia.
1: That's great. Yeah. So, when you're shooting video, do you recommend using the light on the camera? or No. no. no so, you want to use not. those three lights yeah, and that's it? Yeah,
2: that camera light would not.
1: <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your and, and what's your feelings about a ring light? Um,
2: you know, with I th- video. I think ring lights. Ring lights are good for video, but not as a ring, ring light. Right. You use them as a three point lighting setup because they're a big they're a big wide light source, which is good for three point lighting. It diffuses it, it, makes it nice and soft. But get that thing away from people. It puts a really. They're designed more for makeup than for hair stuff. Like right. they're designed for somebody right here putting on makeup and um makeup needs a different lighting than hair. I know um some of my friends who are really good hair photographers, they're like, you know, nobody teaches you how to shoot for hair because they're trying to capture the face more. Right. You know, quote unquote real photographers are trying to capture the face. Like portrait photographers. Portrait photographers, photog- stuff yeah, like that. But like hair photographers, the is the hair's the thing and it's a little bit different to shoot. And I'm not an expert photographer, I can't speak a whole lot on that. Right. But um, ring lights are not really designed for that.
3: It's pretty amazing how you know, I'm just gonna get off topic for a quick second. Just listening to him talk about hair, someone who had no idea. Now here he <laughs> is, you know what I mean? Like oh. so deep in the industry. I got the, the potato weeds, guy. Man. I <laughs> got yeah. <in> the weeds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. So 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 we got lighting, we got the cover, uh, which is the cover frame? The yeah. Cover frame.
2: Um, oh, another thing on the clarity of your image. If you're going in like your editing mode and you're like speeding up your footage, like Frank. that makes it a, it makes it a lot hard to have a clear image. The other thing is is don't move your phone while you're filming. Like, you know, what I'm talking about the bounces when people bounce in and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it. All, it the camera isn't good enough to adjust fast enough for that. Take static shots. Hold it. Take a couple of second shot, cut to the next one. Because think about what I tell people is to look at movie trailers. Like think about what you're doing is basically making a movie trailer for your haircut or for your hair color. And think about how they do it. It's quick hitting. Boom, boom, count. Like next time a movie trailer comes on TV, count the seconds between scenes. One, one 1,000, two, 1,000, three. It's never longer than four. So like
1: four's but long and, and so you wanna kinda you wanna do your cuts
2: There's oh, only right. one type of shot that uh, I believe should be longer than four seconds and that's like I call it a satisfying satisfying post. You know, again I'm gonna go back to Patricia painted hair. If you go to her videos, she puts the comb in, blow dry the blow dryer and slowly pulls through. Slow, consistent, right. do 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 for some reason, it's super satisfying. You look in the comments, people will be like, "Oh, that's so satisfying. I right. can watch that for days." Right. Like that kind of thing can be longer, but everything else should be like, "Boom, boom, boom." boom.
1: I think, and, and even though that longer shot of me, I think you, you, you kind of have to decide what the story is going to be, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. That's one of my. That's one of my things on here is you got to tell a story. Ultimately, like your video is a story. It's a movie, like traditional story arc. Introduce the character. You know, stuff happens to the character, resolution at the end. So a before shot. Every video has to have a before shot. If you don't have a before shot on your video, then how are people going to be impressed with what you finished? Right. Um, every video and has even though to
1: you're finish. doing a video, you can, th- that, 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 that opening shot can just be like a still, right?
2: I don't think so. No? It... No, I don't think you should mix still images into your videos. I've never seen them do well. Mm. Um, not that sometimes it doesn't look cool. But, like, as far as, like, feedback and data and people actually watching stuff, right. they don't watch it if it's a still shot. Not, it's, it's not, not satisfying. It's not satisfying. <laughs> like, it's, um, they process that image in, you know, 10 milliseconds. Right. And then they get bored. And it's too easy to flick to the next thing. Sure. You can't let people get bored on your videos. That's why you got to keep them popping through. Wow. So, um, so yeah, you got to tell your story. And then you need it three to five is what I say clips of the during process. Like, you know, three seconds of sectioning, five seconds of painting, you know, three seconds of washing it out, uh, five seconds of blowing it out. And then an after shot, you mm-hmm. know, kind of mix it up. You want different angles. You want different things. But don't move your camera like but do still shots from different angles. Yeah, not necessarily still shots. Well, not still but like, shot, but still but static. Because yeah, yeah. right, right. think about um, Hollywood movies again. Go back to that they're way better at this than I am. Just watch from them. They do very little like moving shots. Sometimes they pan side to side. Right. Have you ever seen the rigs that they use for that? Oh, they're crazy. They're crazy. Your shots are not going to be that smooth doing it with your hand. Just make it static. You don't need to get fancy. You don't need to like go around the, the head like back and forth and back and forth. Like it's really if you can do it perfectly still and good, more power to you. But I've never met somebody who can do that with their hand. Really what about easy.
1: using like, like there's some, there's some great gimbals out there now as well. You know, some of the, the camera gimbals or even like, I think Osmos makes like a, like a mini like yeah camera.
2: Um, I don't have a problem with those and they're, they're good, but I still, it still stands. I don't think you should move it very much. Right. Because it's just a lot harder to do to make it look good. And I, I'm all about making it easy. If you want to get really artistic and do a lot of cool stuff, um, you can like, um, well, know, can we
1: agree that, like, like know your foundations first before you start reaching there?
2: I think that's a fantastic way to say that. Know your foundations. Once you can create good videos that are really simple, then you can mm-hmm. get fancy. Don't try to get fancy at the beginning. Right. I, that's a really good point. Right. Um, okay, so we got to have clear images. you got to have that cover frame. A couple of key points on the cover frame. Color is your friend. Your human eye is instantly drawn to color. And I always like to go back. I studied genetics in college, so I always think, like, evolutionary biology like you know we're caveman we're walking through you know the forest and like who who lives and who dies you know the person if you uh, if you notice the the red mushroom is red and it's poisonous and you don't eat it and your friend eats it the person who saw color and noticed color passes their genes on right 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 right, right, right. <laughs> and so color like we can't help but notice color so if you can get a little pop of color in your video It's great. And it doesn't have to be the hair. It can be a comb. It can be a brush. It can be, you know, a spray ball. It can be whatever. Just a little bit of color helps. Um,
3: Just something to grab your attention just to keep you holding on
2: a little longer. Yeah. As you're scrolling through your feed, what is going to stand out? Right. To, like, to pop their attention. But it can't just be, like, all color either. It's got to have, like, a lot of contrast. So, like, going back to the walking through the forest thing, like, you're walking through the forest – person who sees the contrasting outline of the tiger they live the saber tooth tiger they live the yeah. other person doesn't live <laughs> <laughs> so people notice like it's hardwired in our brains you can't help it you notice this stuff like instantly it happens before you your um your conscious mind even realizes it and so that's what like good videos that's what hollywood plays on that's what good marketers play on right. it's all about capturing your attention through things that you can't help that's
3: brilliant. Yeah, it is yeah.
2: brilliant, isn't it? Right. Yeah. You know, I love it. And
1: I also, uh, while you were saying that, I also loved how you say it doesn't have to be the hair, right? Like it, it can be, it can be something you know, like you said, a comb or brushes or, well, you know, videos are satisfying and are colorful or like when you see uh, a lot of the Pulp Riot artists do it, is when they start to mix, like when they, mm-hmm. when they squirt it into the bowl and they start to mix it together and you watch that, uh, that transition between the colors. Absolutely. Because once I see the squirt, I'm like, what color is that going to be? Like th- those are the questions that immediately come to my head. You and, know?
2: and they do a great job of building that curiosity because that's what, that's what is going to bring you in and get you to watch that video to the end is curiosity. Right. Um, okay, yeah. I was, I was looking at my notes, but I covered the cover frame thing pretty well. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then we, uh,
2: what was next on your list? Okay, so framing. And by framing, I mean like what is in the image, right? What is, what is in the square of your camera? Because if yeah. you're looking at something with your eyes, you see the peripheral vision, right? You see everything above it, you see everything below it, and you see everything side to side. But when it's in that camera, when they're watching it, they can only see what's in the little box on the screen of your camera. And so if you're filming and the top part of their head is cut off, there's just Mm. something disconcerting about partially severed heads. I think, like, (laughs) people don't like to see that, right? Yeah, we took
3: (laughs) a picture this morning, one of our uh, pictures, we we were missing one of our guys. He had a half head in our (laughs) (laughs) In our picture. <laughs> exactly, and <that> Mr. Gabriel <laughs> did a poor job of framing. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: he has short little arms. It was it, it was it was a four person selfie, and he's got short little arms. Oh, so you know, you know. <laughs> but,
2: but yeah, so you got to frame. You got to make sure everything you want to be in the frame is in the frame, and it's right. really really important. And the um, I don't like any shots that have half a head. It's either got to be the whole head, or so zoomed in that it doesn't really look like a head anymore. Got it. Because um,
1: I think it goes back to your genetics and your uh, biology, right?
2: Yeah, like nobody wants to see half a head. Like there's, that means somebody had something bad happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So uh, framing. Um, the other thing is, is Instagram uses 4 to 5 aspect ratio. It's not like if you film on your camera, it's a 9 to 16. That's the full screen. That's like what stories are. That's what Snapchat is. Um, but Instagram uses a 4 to 5. So when you're filming, if you're filming with your camera, just in the regular iPhone thing, you need to make sure you leave a lot of head space on the top and a lot of space on the bottom,
1: just as margins.
2: As margins. So when you crop it down to Instagram size, it doesn't. You don't cut off half the head. Right. And uh, um,
3: that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. It totally does. And
2: I can't tell you how many times I see great videos that are missing half a head, and I'm like, I can't post this. This isn't going to do well. Right. Like they they totally missed. They missed. Like the important parts because they didn't film it. But
1: do you ever feel like reaching out to them and being like, hey, we would love to use a video, but here, here's a helpful hint? Com- coming in as the professional?
2: I've done it a lot of times. Sometimes it works. Like <laughs> sometimes people like it's a factor of practice. Like you got to make a lot of videos before you can make a good one. Anybody who goes out there and is like, oh, I made five videos and nothing happened. I'm like,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Deal. you made five videos. Like <laughs> you, you got made,
1: 495 made, to go. <laughs> <laughs> you took yeah, five I mean, steps at one point. Exactly. You know, now you're running.
2: Exactly. It, t- it takes a lot of time. It's, a, it's an art to, to get you know, just a feel of what's going to work, what people want to see, and what looks good. What translates from looking good um, from when you're filming to what translates to looking good when you're editing. And the faster you can like, learn from that yourself, mm-hmm. you know, the faster you're going to get better. And so, um, the other thing is on the framing is don't just shoot from the same angle the whole time. That gets boring. So shoot for a couple seconds, stop, shoot for a couple seconds, stop, shoot for a couple seconds from different angles so it keeps popping back and forth. Again, back to Hollywood. Hollywood shoots from so many different right. camera angles to keep you interested because that bop, 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 three seconds, they say you got an attention span of three seconds. I think on Instagram it's probably like way less. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we,
1: we actually, there was a video out a couple weeks ago that a friend of ours did, and um, it was really, really cool because – um he actually did two cameras, so it kind of had that Hollywood feel because it, he was popping off. and I and I believe one of them was just an iPhone. He he had a static, uh, like a uh, uh, like DSLR uh, video camera, and then he, he set his, his iPhone up too, and it was just really cool. And he did he did do the forty five. You know, he, he shot both of them for forty five in his face. It was just it was way more interesting to me than than, than what you're seeing. You know,
2: absolutely, yeah. I think uh,
1: of course he had a little slow motion in it and stuff. He told the story.
2: Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of things you can do to make it cool by editing. Um, And we'll talk about editing in just a second, like, what apps to use and stuff. Yes, we definitely want to get there. uh, So just remember, a bunch of different angles. Don't move it too much. Keep everything in the frame. Give yourself plenty of headspace, Mm -hmm. plenty of space on the bottom. Um, And then if somebody's looking to the side, like, make it so where they're not looking, like, straight into a wall. Sorry, I keep getting away from the mic. That's okay. (laughs) I get excited and move (laughs) around a lot. I get it. Um, You know, because the edge of the frame is like a wall to the viewer. So if somebody's nose is like an inch away from the wall, that's like feels claustrophobic. Right, right, right. Back it up so the back of their head is further you know, is closer and they've got a little more face um, looking room is what they call it. So that's that,
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what um so what apps do you use or do you recommend or are there other, are there ones that are easier than others? Yeah, so and then I'll tell you which one I love to use kay. and then you can tell me how bad the app is. All right. But well, go ahead.
2: There's, there's two that I like, um, and they're, they're vastly different in um, the ability, you know how good they are. Mm-hmm. So the one I recommend to people just starting out is InShot. Um, InShot is dead simple. You click through, you put a couple clips together, you make them the right length, and boom, you got a video.
1: I, that was actually the one I was going to recommend. I love InShot. I it, think
2: it's a great video. It's, it's not, you can't do a lot. You can't make it fancy. You're not going to have cool slow-mos. You're not going to have speed ramps. You're not going to have anything like that. Just Cool. Because I'm an advocate of simple, like seven clips, slap them together. If you film the clips right, it should take you less than 15 minutes to edit it and get it out the door. Because if, it, like, how many videos you're gonna produce a week? If it's two hours versus 15 minutes, 15 minutes, minutes gonna, right?
1: Yeah. I like InShot too because you can um you can actually add um like royalty free. Uh, music to it and stuff, uh-huh. and, they, and they have like 100 clips, you know, and you know, some of it's just that, you know, kind of stuff, but yeah. but I really dig that, and um, I liked it, too, because we were able to put our, uh, like, our logo and stuff in it as well, so we were uh-huh. able to drag some of those files and, and drag those on top. Yeah,
2: InShot's a great little app. It's super simple to use, and... Uh, um, but by the
1: way, definitely buy the Pro version. I think it's 4 yeah, and it's yeah. so worth it. Absolutely. It, it just works so much better.
2: I think they just changed it to, like, a subscription I was just looking at it today. Oh. To like um, well I was just looking at it today to make sure I was like because um, I was yeah, it's like fourteen ninety nine a year or something now. They're trying it, to it's still worth it. I mean, oh, if yeah. You're gonna, it's a it, it, it's a great news, it,
1: it's a great little it's a great little app. I, th- I think we did like a lifetime subscription on it for like nine bucks or something. Yeah,
2: it used to be four four ninety nine or whatever for right. life, but everybody's trying to they're moving to subscriptions. So right. uh, the other one if you want to get fancy is a uh, Luma Fusion. Mm. Oh, man, that app is powerful. You can do anything you want on it. The learning curve is a lot steeper, but, you know, after you've mastered doing videos on InShot, it's like a $30 app. Um, it's way better to use on an iPad. Um, well,
1: that's a good call. That's a really good call there.
2: Yeah, because there's a lot of little buttons in it, it's, but you can do so much with it. It's cool. Um, Herr Godzito edits all his videos on his iPad with that app. That's cool. And his videos are very well produced. Like, they're, he's got all kinds of features. He's really into editing. It's fun to talk to him about it. But
3: So, you, so you just film it on your phone and then you just, you know, pull it up on your iPad and mm-hmm. uh, just edit it?
2: Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's as you get a little um, further. But I think the biggest tip that I can give people in terms of saving time is to plan ahead. And if you plan ahead and know what shots you want, mm-hmm. then you can pick your seven shots and shoot. Because, Every minute of video that you film is two to five minutes of editing time. So if you film an hour of footage, that's like two to five hours of editing. If you film three minutes, you can get in and out in 15 minutes. That's really mega smart. Yeah, that's
3: what I'm saying. So you're saying kind of storyboard it, Uh you know, so you kind of like just plan it out. And because uh, we were talking about that over the weekend, we, we interviewed some uh, Naha Award uh, finalists and, uh, and or we were on the red carpet as well, interviewing some people. And that's what they said. A lot of them, they storyboard the photo shoot before they even get to start the photo shoot. So uh, it would only makes sense to do the same thing with the video. Yeah,
2: totally. And I think you start work backwards from your cover frame, come up with an idea for a cover frame, see where that's going to fit in your video and work backwards from there, because that's how important it is. It's the single most important part of your video. I can't stress that enough. If if people don't notice your video, they're not going to watch it. They're not going to finish it. And finishing a video is is one of the most powerful stats, uh, like indicators you can send to the Instagram algorithm that it's a good video. Because right. think about all the things that they can track. They can track, you know, h- if you like it, if you save it, if you um, comment on it. And all three of those things are good. But you can do those in a tenth of a second. It doesn't prove anything. A bot, in fact, a lot of bots do that. They go in and they do all that stuff to you, so it tries to juice the algorithm. But the one thing that's really, really hard to fake is watching a video all the way to the end.
1: Right. True that.
2: And that's why YouTube pays people more if they get a higher average percentage completion. So get that video watch all the way to the end. And two easy ways to do that, to like increase the percentage of your video that are watched, make shorter videos. Like mm. a minute's too long. I think a minute is too long for a hair video. I am never not bored by a video that's a minute long.
1: So what do you, do you have a, I don't know if it's a rule, but, but yeah, what like, would you say?
2: Like 25 to 35 seconds, Boom. somewhere in there. That's it. Yeah, those, that's the healthiest. Too, like less than that, like the old 15-second video days, it was hard to get a good video in. But the minute is, is too long. And, yeah, fi- 25, 35 seconds. Um, get in there, tell your story. and uh, Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Because again, It's like a bank robbery.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you grab their attention for 30 seconds and then
2: respectfully give it back to them so they can move on
3: So, uh, before we even bullet, bullet point the rest of the uh, of, of the do's are there any no do's
2: oh yeah yeah. I'm glad you brought that up there's a few big time no do's yeah let's get those um, time lapses never do well if you're doing like a time lapse of your salon build out or something like that's cool but if you're doing a hair video that you want a lot of people to watch don't do a time lapse mm. Um, Boomerangs are not videos. They're a moving picture. They are not a video. They can be fun. They're not a video. Um, now that you, again, you can't. You can do those. That's not a no-do, but don't pretend that that's a video.
3: Right, you're not going to get you're not going to get long engagement. No, You're just going to get that, you know, instead of what 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 was the picture uh, uh t-
2: like 10 milliseconds. Right, you
3: might get 20 milliseconds, right? <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um uh the Never post a video in a 9 to 16 aspect ratio with, like, the black bars or the blurred sides. Just crop it down to the 4 to 5 ratio, Mm -hmm. and it'll do significantly better. Um, Another another huge big no-no is never, like, switch between different aspect ratios. Like, I see people, I see this so much. Like, they'll... They'll switch between 4 to 5 and 9 to 16 and 4 to 5 and 9 to 16, and the black bars keep popping in and out, and you're mm-hmm. like, Ugh. What about What
1: about the ones where you say, uh, they say, like, flip phone now, and they, and they try to do it in the big aspect?
2: Um, you know, I don't know. Well, that's I,
1: more of a story than it is. It is like more
2: of a story or, or Instagram TV type thing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. The reason that they do that is so they can post the exact same video on YouTube and Instagram sure that, that's the real reason um which is if you filmed it for youtube why the heck not like it it costs you zero to upload it to instagram right like cool. the downside is you you've got to you probably have to upload another cover right right so it's gonna be sideways
1: exactly <laughs> what's right.
2: your so what are some of the other no do's um okay so uh speeding it up like speeding the video up Boop. too much, yeah. Nobody wants to watch like the flash do hair. Like, pssst. right? It's blurry. You can't see what's going on. It's kind of pointless. So, no speeding it up. Um, always, always, always have that before shot and after shot. It. I can't even tell you how important that is. Like, there's a significant difference in videos how well videos do if they have a before shot and an after shot. Um, let's see. I mean, those are the really, really big ones. Um, oh, don't use copyrighted music. Like, just go with the in-shot music. Yeah. 60% of people watch it without the sound on anyway. Music's not that important. Oh, that's I a mean, good call. It's cool, like, when somebody, like, times the, the video to do the music, like, bomb, bomb, bomb. but most people don't watch it with the sound on, so it doesn't matter. Got right? it. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, me.
3: It's usually me. Yeah, I never <laughs> watch it with the sound on. Right.
2: If you, it just takes so much more time to time your stuff to the music. Like, if your goal is to get more clients in your chair, that's there, do it faster. That's <laughs> it, right? Do more videos because you know only a small percentage of them are going to d- dramatically outperform the others. If you go to anybody's page, they've got a few videos that are like, you know, ten, twenty x their average, right? You know, views, and uh, those hey. are the people that bring in all the new clients. That's like a, that's like. Launching a Goodyear blimp into town, like with your Instagram handle on it, like "Hey, follow me," because <laughs> you, you got this video that's out there going around the internet. It's, uh, it's top of all your hashtags. It's you know, it's yeah. everywhere. That's awesome. And th- that's where you're going to get a lot of your new followers, um, new people finding you, new interest. Is um, that's what videos are for? Is they're, they're your billboard. They they bring in a lot of new people. They prove your worth. They entertain people, and it uh, um, just do it does it a lot faster and a lot better than pictures. One video can gain you tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. I've, I've literally seen one video gain people 100,000 followers before. Wow, that has been incredible. a minute. You know, that's a little right. bit older Instagram. But, but um, you've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. And uh, how many pictures posting would it take? A lot. Like, that's the biggest <laughs> thing I see people say. I don't have time for video. Right. And I have two things to say. One, you're taking too much time with your video. Mm-hmm. And two, video actually takes less time than pictures if you're counting it on the results you get not on the, time the it amount it of takes. time it takes. Right. That's so awesome. That's, cool. great, that's so great advice.
3: Yeah, so can you bullet point again what to do, uh, the best things to do for a video? Yeah,
2: okay, so start with a clear video. High quality image matters a lot, and that comes from lighting and holding your camera still. Um, get that cover frame locked in. High contrast, color. Um, again, I, I was going to say this earlier. I forgot about it, but a lot, lot, lot of people are like, I do boring hair. Um, I can't make good Instagram stuff. I only, you know, do balayage. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, people mm-hmm. are interested in balayage. How many people have um, vivid hair? Walk around. Even this hair show, what percent of people have vivid hair? And this is probably the highest concentration of vivid hair ever. Right. It's not that high of a percent. Right. People are interested in the quote-unquote boring stuff. Um, frame your videos properly. So they've they got it. I can't exp- – express enough how important it is to have everything that's important to be in that frame. And you can, cr- on InShot, you can easily crop down a little bit. If you film too far out, you can crop in a little bit in post-production on InShot. Yeah. Like, that, you can never go the other way. You can't capture something you missed. Um, tell that story. You gotta have the before, the during, and the after. It's so important. No video ever does well, unless it's like, you know, some freak accident, like somebody burning off their curls with the curling iron or something. <laughs> right. Those kind of videos can do viral because they're just tragic or whatever. But right. um, But like the average video that you're going to create and reproduce over and over and over, they tell a story. And you show them the process. But you make it quick. You make it entertaining. You bam, get, bam, in, bam, get, bam, bam. get in, get out. Get in, get out. And then edit the videos. Don't ever post like just a long shot of you like painting hair for 45 seconds. Like, what's the point of that? Like, that's super duper boring. You're even bored doing it as a hairstylist, (laughs) right? You know, like (laughs) nobody wants to watch you do that, right? You're getting paid at least, so right. That's awesome. Um, so those are the those are the big five. Awesome. Um, Yeah, and then um, I've actually got like a little um online training. For it's a free online training for people yeah, yeah. if they awesome. want to watch video. So they can go to styleartist.com slash video. Mm-hmm. And it's like an hour long little training. Uh, it, oh, I love it that. It tells them what to do, how to do it. Like I go into more depth on some of this stuff. I use a lot of visual aids. I show some example videos. Um, and uh, it's helped a lot of people. It's, that's it's, awesome. It's, and it's uh, free. It's free. Yeah.
1: it's oh, awesome.
3: Excellent. So how can our, our viewers uh, keep up with you, find you, DM you?
2: <laughs> yeah, so DMs, I kind of struggle on DMs. Um, I get a lot and I miss a lot. So, um, oh DM. I mean, you can just DM. go to your video, <laughs> watch the video. If yeah. you have a question, go, go to go the to video. The, um, you can email me Greg at styleartist dot um, awesome. I'll get back to you. I'm I'm a lot better at email than DM. We get a lot fewer of them. So right and, <laughs> until and now. And I can type on a computer. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. And if anybody, um, you know. I'm working on, I'm actually this week, um, I'm meeting up with Dre and we're going to film like a little video course um, on more in depth on how to do videos, more examples, more like examples on what I'm talking about with framing, because it's kind of a hard thing to conceptualize. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to get a two camera setup so you can see what's on my phone and you can see what I'm doing, where I am. Love it. Um, So we're going to do that this week and and, um, I'll probably... If you sign up for the stylars. dot com slash video thing, I'll yeah. tell you about it there. That's awesome, so,
1: Greg, so. dude. Thank you for your time. Thanks for coming in early this morning to kinda to, to yeah, chat no, us up. And, and 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 you know, I'm glad we got this this done. I think I think you're just filled with a wealth of information, especially like you know what people are watching and seeing. I mean, you've got all the data, so you are the man when it comes to this.
2: Thank you. I, <laughs> um, I've, <laughs> I've learned a lot. I've a lot of exactly. time.
1: <laughs> so, Mister Greg Daly, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off.